What? We're coming to you on a Friday. On a Friday night. We had no other offers. No plans. <laughs> yeah, no one asked us to hang out, so here we are. <laughs> Nothing I'd rather be doing with my Friday night, and that is in fact true because I'm wearing my yeah. sweatpants and I'm in my bed, and plans would involve me being neither of those two things, so... I love that for you. Uh, instead of what I would be doing instead of this would be taking my dog for a walk in the rain. So Yeah, no, this is the ideal Friday plan. You all wish yeah. you were us, frankly. Yeah. You be know jealous. What? Why don't you Stay write mad. in about how boring your lives are compared to ours? <laughs> oh. Yeah. They're not. I feel doubt better. That. Yeah. <laughs> Grace was just deciding if she wanted to have regular pasta or cauliflower gnocchi. So you wish. Yeah, you, <laughs> you wish, wish you were in that which position. Which Trader Joe's frozen dinner will I be yeah. having? <laughs> Get jealous. Screw it us. No, actually, I was, Grace and I were talking about that earlier. We were like, if you have mean things to say about our podcast, please never tell us. Don't. No. <laughs> we're fragile. We make no money from this. We'd like to never hear what you have to say. This isn't me saying anyone said anything. Nobody no, no, has no, said no. anything so far. Knock on wood. Jesus Christ. And if but they did, we would name them it. on the podcast. We'd be like, we you would. know who's a fucking bully? This person. <laughs> so... In addition to it not being a nice thing to do, now you have incentive not to do it. Because we'll put you on blast. And this is... (laughs) Yeah, get fucked by our three listeners. Okay, I really think that Elise would come after them. That's true. And it would have to be in person because they don't have the internet. So, you know, watch (laughs) out. I can't wait for Elise Um, to text me and be like, I do have the internet. (laughs) I do have the internet. (laughs) I don't live in the woods. I just wish I did. (laughs) And also I did for a time. (laughs) I can't believe they did the PCT alone. I frankly couldn't even do a day. I'm not even kidding. I could not be out there alone. Oh, alone. I was like, you could do a day. You mean alone. Yeah. No, I could do. I could like hike some of it. Not all of it. Definitely not. Probably not even half. Maybe not even a quarter. But... I couldn't do a single night alone. Yeah, that sounds hard. No. I get nervous sleeping outside alone in front mm-hmm. of my parents' house in their yard. Why do you sleep outside in front of your parents' house alone? I was nervous when we were all together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I won't be sleeping outside alone. It's not happening. I yeah. can't even hack it. <laughs> I was like, dang, there's been a cougar on this island one time. One time. It could get me. Yeah, so if you're mean to us on the podcast, my big, tough, scary friend who hiked the PCT alone will come fight you. So. Yeah, in person. In person. Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. What? Wait. Oh, okay. I remember. (laughs) In in terms of (laughs) what we're saying, don't be mean to us. This is also an annual reminder not to send people death threats online. (laughs) An annual? We do this like monthly. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe people should stop doing it then. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's very, it's like, okay. 
I just feel like enough contestants at this point from The Bachelor have had to come out and be like, hello, I was depressed because everyone wants to kill me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or wants me to kill myself. And that's just a really bad place to be. Like, yeah. you can be a bad person on a TV show. You can also be made to look like a bad person on a TV show. Absolutely. And neither of those things, like, unless, you know... No, the, I don't even think there's an unless. Like, you just, you do, there's just no reason ever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, definitely nothing that anyone has done in the franchise. Absolutely. Why? I Boggles me. Truly wild stuff. I also just, like, again, and again, we won't get that into it, or maybe you have more to say, but, like, because we've had this conversation so many times. Yeah. But just, like, no. anytime, I, like, I don't comment on, like, strangers' Instagram posts or, like, celebrities' Instagram posts or anything like that, and, like, one time I commented on a stranger's TikTok, and the sense of embarrassment I felt <gasps> for, like, having engaged with a stranger I was online just going was to say so that. strong. Like, how do people engage with randos on the internet? Like, it's humiliating. Don't you know that that's embarrassing behavior? No, I... Okay, so I... And I didn't done that comment a negative once. thing, for the record. Not no, that anyone no, no, is assuming I did. No. But I commented, like, your dress is so pretty, where'd you get it? Like embarrassing nice <laughs> disgusting of me i hate myself <laughs> i didn't speak to a person for a week i wore exclusively <laughs> hoodies and put them down over my face i couldn't handle it <laughs> calls sent straight to voicemail <laughs> no i had a similar experience i followed this one designer on tiktok actually no okay i've done it twice then and they're they've both been design stuff but there's this studio that I interviewed for that I'm in love with and oh yeah, yeah I know like, the one they don't yeah they don't have like they have a, so many followers like on Instagram and stuff but they don't have that many followers on TikTok so I've been like what if I just slid in yeah what if I just slid into their comments publicly <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then I commented something it wasn't embarrassing it was just like Yes, exactly, or something yeah. like that. And then one time, this other designer that I follow was like, what's a hot take you have on design or something like that? It wasn't yeah. even that hot of a take, but I commented it and was like, you know what? This is the worst thing I've ever done. And I felt, like, very <laughs> anxious about it. And was like, I think I might have to delete my TikTok. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> go private. Get me out of here. No. <laughs> I just, I hate it. I hate the feeling. <laughs> I feel like anytime I like comment on something or like Taylor Swift's Midnights came out last night and mm. well, maybe I'll have more to say. We'll see. I have a lot to say, yeah. but I just don't know if you, the podcast gets to hear it. Um, but so I was on Twitter a lot because Twitter was hilarious yeah. and I like tweeted a couple things and anytime I tweet or like comment on someone I don't know's socials, I feel I'm like the millennial in me just popped out. Like this is so <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. Like Gen Z thinks yeah. I'm lame as fuck right now <laughs> i am my aunt angie right i now. am a facebook mom i am <laughs> just so humiliated like anytime i tweet i'm like why'd i do that <laughs> oh my god um anyway how are you Liv? oh you know i'm doing pretty good i gotta cool. say um good. i'm actually kind of loving the rainy vibes mm-hmm. uh i would rather stick my head or stick my tongue onto a pole like a cold pole you know what i mean and get stuck there forever than yeah. go outside in the heat and smoke yeah but 
it's like a, a sense of suspended disbelief. Yeah. When it's cold and smoky. Because I go out there. Yeah. And I can visibly see all the smoke. Right. And know it's smoke. And my lungs are like, bitch, it's smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when it's cold, it's, it's like maybe smoky. It's yeah. I'm like, it's fog. And yeah. that's fine. It's mist. Do I feel worse? After taking this walk, sure do. Is that usually the case? No, it isn't. Yeah. But it's the fog. No, and I also feel like I am much more, like, willing to accept the rain because I love summer. I get super Mm -hmm. cold. So whenever everyone's like, I'm so excited for fall, I'm like, fuck fall. I hate it. I hate (laughs) it here. But it's, like, late October at this point. Like, I'm no longer mad if it wants to start raining. I'm like, you know what? That is fair enough. It is late October. You can go ahead and rain. I don't need to wear a short sleeve shirt outside anymore. In fact, I'm like, please, actually. Because why is it 80 degrees and smoky? Like in I'm, October, I'm tired. Like it's been a long week. I'm and everyone's like, "What are your plans this weekend?" And I was like, "I don't really have any. I'm probably gonna like sit inside and like read and like bake." And that sounds so nice and cozy <gasps> in the rain. Whereas like if it was like a nice weekend out, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm so lame. Like I better." Mm-hmm. But like now I'm like, no, my plans are like to have a cozy rainy weekend. How cute. I know. It's so nice. That's what I love. Yeah. Yeah. That is an ex- it's, it's a beautiful ex- – I love when it's like, should we go out? And it's like, no, it's too cold. Yes, exactly. It's, it's like too we're cold, stuck at It's too home. rainy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, There's been a quarter inch of rain. We can't. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Would you look at the weather? There's a 10% chance of rain. <laughs> I guess we won't be going. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, as you know, my back hurts, so I'm annoyed about mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, she doesn't feel hot. No, I don't feel hot when my back hurts. I'm excited to do maybe a little yoga this evening. Oh, that'll be so good. Ooh, text right? me what you're doing. We could do a, a virtual yoga if you Oh my want. god, that'd be so cute of us. Um, it would be so cute, wouldn't it? <laughs> let's see. The office was so quiet today that I brought my speaker and I played Taylor Swift's Midnights. Um, I love it. I think it's amazing um Mm. i think it's just gonna grow on me more frankly karma is my boyfriend that it's such a sound good (laughs) um yeah and so and also like i got um back to my desk and because i had to run an errand like late in the day so I got back at like 3.30 and our office closed at 4 and Sabrina was like, where were you? And I was like, oh, Greg sent me on an errand. And she was like, oh, we were looking for you. We wanted to give you some bubbles. And I was like, oh my God, I love bubbles because I do love <laughs> bubbles. And then she poured me a glass of champagne and I was like, oh, oh. those bubbles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just like took it back to my desk and was like blasting midnights and drinking like a cup of champagne at 3.30 in the afternoon. And then I went home. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I was excited for like bubbles, like you blow bubbles. Yeah, no, I was I was, it was with champagne. You. I was like, oh, that's so fun. And it was like I was kinda like, oh, I was gonna have a hot cup of tea and that actually kinda sounds better than drinking a glass of champagne at three thirty on this day, <laughs> but uh, I guess but thank you i did say i love bubbles it's been poured okay so i guess Can't. i guess i love that yeah uh yeah so that's how i am that's very fun that is one of those nice things about an adult workplace yeah um 
we do love a wine Friday. <laughs> mm, for sure. Everyone's like, I wish this day would end earlier. Yeah, literally at the point when I'm playing Taylor Swift and I have like a cup of champagne in my hand, there were two other people in the building with me. <laughs> yeah. That's always the way it goes. I'm like, I don't expect to see any active things on Teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like today I was there's this like rush to get something done and I was like, oh god, I can definitely get it done, blah blah blah. But then there are also like occurring events mm-hmm. that have to happen after that that I don't do. And I realized after saying yes, I was like, Oh my god, I've made someone stay past three on a Friday. Oh, <gasps> oh! <laughs> Evil. Oh god. Evil. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we talk about this episode? Oh my gosh, we should. Okay. Um, should we talk about a little oh, bit yeah. of Bachelor news? Okay. So first things first, uh, Sierra feels offended by Michael, what he did, and probably what the producers did. And not probably, what the producers did. <laughs> I meant she... And that's valid because, you know, like, I think there are two parts to this. One, it did feel like maybe she was coming on strong, but it also, I wouldn't know how to read those boundaries based on everything he was saying either. Yeah. And then two, it sounds like he didn't really communicate that to her. And so how was she supposed to know? So yeah, you mean like did it was probably not fun. communicate his boundaries? Yeah, I feel like. Well, yeah, and also didn't communicate, like, that she ever crossed any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she had to find all that out, like, on TV and then basically, like, feel like a placeholder until Danielle showed up. Yeah. Which would not be enjoyable and I feel like is very valid for her to be upset. I don't know. And people are just, like, people are being kind of, either people are being supportive or they're, like, well, she was way too much, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, there are a lot of factors that go into that. Like, mm-hmm. he definitely did feel that way. But we were the only ones who knew it. And yeah. some of the guys. No one told her that. And yeah. he was really like, I don't know. I felt like she was really trying to make him comfortable and all this stuff. Because he was like, I'm so unsure. Like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I can blah. And then, yeah. It was just, like, well, sort of weird. And I also feel like Sierra was very clear the whole time that she was like, I came here for a husband. Like, I'm trying yeah. to leave engaged. And yeah. Michael knew that. And so, like, she was trying to get to a place where she could do that with him. Mm-hmm. And he was like... It almost... And... I have a feeling that Michael was probably never planning on getting engaged on Paradise. Like, that would be crazy. No. Just, like, based on his situation. Definitely not. And based on everything he said about how he's been in relationships thus far. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah. I also just, like... I don't know what their plan was. Like, the timing was... Thing. We'll get to it. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway... So and that, and then, and then, are we talking about what I think yes. we're talking about? <laughs> Dylan O'Brien has followed uh, Brittany. Lil, uh, Brittany. Her her uh, TikTok username is Lil Galvin, so I keep accidentally almost being like Lily Galvin, but yeah. Brittany Galvin has followed her on Twitter, and I know that I'm. I don't even know if she could be in a relationship or whatever, and this probably doesn't mean anything, but also kind of a weird choice. I. For him to, to follow do that. her you know on Twitter, I mean? right? 
And we've seen Gigi Hadid and Tyler. There's and Sarah like, Hyland and Wells. Wells. Didn't Wells and Sarah Hyland like get together because Sarah Hyland like I think she followed him on Instagram. Yeah, and she like she reached out to him. I think. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember if it was like she followed him and he was like worth a shot and like DM'd yeah. her, or oh, that might have been she, it. or if she followed and DM'd him. Oh, yeah, he might have done that. But either way, I'm like, hope that works out. I know, imagine Brittany. I will say her Dylan. TikTok is giving single, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know for sure, and it, I mean, it always depends on, like, the person you are plus the person you're dating, sort of. Yeah. But it, to me, it's screaming single, and if it is, I would love that. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I would love that Dylan. so much. <gasps> Think how hot that couple would be. So hot. I feel panic. (laughs) 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 Anyway, moving on. Um, Hopefully that's a thing. Based on one follow, I have, you know, Not to be that person, but theoretically, if Britney started dating Dylan, she would probably Mm. meet Taylor Swift. (gasps) Dylan O'Brien and Taylor Swift are like friends now. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a supportive king and also was in her movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think this could either be a rumor or like something someone made up on the internet or real. But I think it was like Dylan O'Brien played drums on one of the tracks on Midnight's. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's true. I know. What if um, it's like really bad and they like, te- they're like, technically it's there. <laughs> just like have it okay but like what if he's that hot and good at drumming and can play drums yeah who i know i know that is all right the hottest instrument Mm -hmm. i wish i'd played drums that's one of my i wanted to when i was little like i wanted to play drums my uncle daniel is a drummer and he had like a a little like drum kit thing that's so cute and he like kind of taught me and louise a little bit of stuff but like i mean I don't like yeah. it when things are hard, so I quit immediately. So <laughs> I As I always we know. think about it because I did concert band for like mm-hmm. many many years, and there was like a very good drum program. That being said, I have about negative sense of rhythm so i just don't think it was ever in the cards for me as much as i have been like dang i wish i'd started doing that. Well, and our next door neighbor's son, um, who is like. I don't know, six years younger than me, something like that. Mm. Um, He played the drums. And he was actually a very diligent practicer, which I did admire about him in terms of it being a character trait. Um, (laughs) But it did mean that for, like, my entire high school career, every night for one solid hour, there would just be so much drumming coming from next door. (laughs) (laughs) You would not have liked to live next to me. It was oboe. <laughs> Liv said, I will be playing an endangered in- instrument and I will be getting into college. <laughs> it's endangered for a reason. Let's, let's keep that going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really liked the reeds. That was like my biggest pull for it. Mm-hmm. I thought they were fun. But I was never good. My dad played the French horn because it was an endangered instrument, and he's oh, a that fucking, fucking checks nerd. out. Oh my god, your dad must was your dad a total like you know like hipster 
I don't know, but I think he did he really start the hacky sack vibe. club at Pomona College. So I he <laughs> oh my god, he has so much of that vibe. It is so strong. Well, and then bear in mind he left Pomona College and went to Evergreen went to instead. Evergreen. So and still ended up a successful like engineer. Yeah. So bear in mind of like a company that's dedicated to trying to make buildings more energy efficient but yeah, yeah. but that's what i mean like, your dad <laughs> really said hi oh god he i'm sure he great job to him he's he's done well for himself yeah don't worry he's not gonna hear this they don't listen good <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was what your oh god was did. about <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, a little bit, but <laughs> I think, um, also, I just, if they did happen to listen, I'd just like to put it on the record that your mom is the coolest, <laughs> cooler, <laughs> and I really appreciated when she put bug screen, bu- uh, bug sunscreen, bug, bug spray on me, yeah. and she really protected me that day, and I felt really cared for and loved, and <laughs> I did want to call her mom, but I restrained myself, <laughs> so... <laughs> cool told me about a lot of flowers too i can't lie i was i was impressed and floored (laughs) would you like to talk about this episode of television yeah i would actually (laughs) desperately please thank you let's move on okay so uh i can't totally remember what happened exactly before this like last week but essentially we are almost finally fucking ready for a rose ceremony after not Mm -hmm. having one despite having two episodes of television last week Mm -hmm. um and justin is like yeah all these girls are leaving like now there's seven girls and 12 guys and you know all the guys are looking around being like is it us and then he laughs as though to imply that that's a crazy idea and it's like Mm -hmm. yes it it is you actually (laughs) it is you guys Justin was making me angry this episode because I was like, sir, you are very hot. Just, mm-hmm. like, go pursue someone. I'm like, you you could give more effort than Logan's given this entire time yeah. to Shanae. Fucking and you might get a rose. Being a grump lump. Yeah. I'm like, no one wants to give you a rose right now. Yeah. I feel like Justin is kind of used to, like, like he's obviously incredibly attractive. I, I feel yeah. like Justin is not used to having to, like, work for female attention mm-hmm. and now all the girls are like yeah i'm good actually like i like this dude we're we're set we're we're rolling and yep. he's like why doesn't anyone want to pay attention to me and it's like well, they <laughs> just don't want to like do you have to go at you have to yeah. go talk to them and engage them and maybe you will capture their attention but he's like mm-hmm. excuse me he's all like right, i not- tried once and it was horrible and now i'm not <laughs> going to try again I, was like, I tried once and it was horrible. Me. <laughs> Tag <Thank> yourself. You. <laughs> um, anyway. So then I'm Michael. James, just it, absolutely delusional the entire time when we get dumped. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Michael's like feeling lonely or whatever. So he seeks out Wells and he's like, I don't want to leave without a true connection. And then Wells, the sneaky little troll, is like, well, things change here in paradise pretty fast. So stick around. He's like, luckily, I'm a producer now, so I can pull a girl out of thin air if needed. Yes, exactly. Which he did. And it is finally time for the cocktail party. 
So Jesse like gathers everybody in the palapa and he brings out Jared and Ashley and is like, thank you for blessing us with your presence. And Ashley's like... Only James looks happy. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the record. James is like, yay! Mom and dad, yay! Great job! I loved your company. You did such silly bits. And everyone is like, get out! <laughs> and <laughs> Ashley's like, hey guys, look, I know this is full of ups and downs, but like, I encourage you not to just get up and run up the stairs and leave. And it's like, okay, drag Teddy and Sierra and Sally, <laughs> Yeah! Um, because... And she's like, because if I'd done that, like, we wouldn't have been married for three years. And it's like, yep, you still could have been. Because you know what? You did not get engaged here. Like, literally, it would not not have mattered if you had left because you did not leave this show together. So, actually, (laughs) that doesn't matter, frankly. Yes, exactly. God. And then they leave. Um, And I did – I sent you that TikTok of that interview that – Jared and Ashley did really recently, like, after all their episodes that aired, so, like, this week, where apparently they were only there for three days, and they dragged them out over four episodes of television. Like, oh, my God. They they were like, hey, do you want to come down? And Jared and Ashley were like, yeah, sure, no problem, and, like, thought they'd be featured in, like, an episode. And the producers were like, you're going to go on this date. You're going to do this. Mm-hmm. You're going to do this. And, like, explained all the things to them. And, I mean, they, they were still like, yeah, sure, totally. But they did yeah. not expect as much screen time as they got and like when jared mm. apparently when jared first saw like saw the first episode that they were in and like how much screen time they were getting he was like oh people are not gonna like us mm-hmm. and i was like true that actually makes so much sense too because it's like even i'm sure that they thought like of course they went on a date and they did all this stuff i'm sure like you know they were like oh well they'll cut most of this yes exactly right? like they'll they won't show that much they'll show a little bit they're just getting this all because that's what they you, do to you everyone film else. everything everyone's filmed all the time like right yeah exactly so like it makes so sense. the editors then, can yeah. pick and choose <sighs> and instead that's they use all of it all of it yikes that's rough yeah that was stupid and it also kind of explains like not that I think they would have been, like, less genuine, but, like, I felt like so much of their behavior, like, not on the date and not in the interviews, like, when they were just hanging out was, like, so casual. Um, yeah. And I feel like it's because they were like, well, they're not going to use this. Like, they don't care about us. Like. Yeah. We can say whatever we want because. We're just here. Yeah. We're, like, they're not going to waste screen time <clears throat> on us. Jokes on Oof. you. Yes, they are. Oof. Oh, I'd be so stressed if I were them. Yeah, because like, ah! everyone did hate them. Like yes, and and everyone who didn't hate them originally reached a point of hating them, myself yeah. included. Yeah. So yeah, that was rough. Anyway, sorry guys, uh, I did hate you, and I did wish the editors didn't do that. But I guess it's not technically yeah. your fault. So yeah, it's on them. I do question a lot of things about you, regardless, but. Not your fault. Um, They leave. Goodbye, Jared and Ashley. Um, And then Jesse's like, welcome to your second cocktail party. And I'm like, how? (laughs) We have seen so many episodes of this show. Why? And you're telling me this is the second cocktail party? Like, I knew, but I didn't know. You know? Yes. Um, So Shanae's still torn between Logan and James. She shows Logan that she's wearing his bracelet as an anklet. Which I think was a good move because obviously she doesn't want to wear it as a bracelet, but it does look kind of cute as an anklet. So it did, yeah. Way I was to pull like, that, that off. That is a move. Mm-hmm. 
And then James is like to get Sinead's attention. Sorry, one more comment about Logan. Oh, sure. Why is he always laying down? I hate a man that is always laying down. He's can't muster. That is a specific trait of men who act like Logan. Yeah, is they are always laying down. Why? Why are you always laying down? Stand up. Stand up. Sit straight. I don't know. I swear to God. Um. So Logan's like, I'm gonna do a little thing with Shanae and he brings her in for like a blindfolded shrimp taste test and luckily we don't delve into the shrimp too much I mean we do a little bit we do some flashbacks from last season but whatever um but it's like the easiest taste test in the world like the options are chocolate coated shrimp plain Mm -hmm. shrimp shrimp Mm -hmm. with green sauce and then a shrimp taco like how are you gonna mess mess those up it's not hard James I don't know anyway i don't know also for the record um that's a bad idea like especially if if you are not her only one don't be the one that puts her in a position of not wanting to kiss you they did kiss i acknowledge Mm -hmm. that but Mm -hmm. i bet her kiss with logan was nicer yeah because her mouth wasn't as shrimpy Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um okay that's all that happens there uh meanwhile casey has a plan to try and snag britney's <laughs> rose from andrew and when i say this plan backfired, <laughs> um so casey's like peter has been going around the beach talking a bunch of shit on britney which he has like mm-hmm. um like she's a clout chaser like she she wasn't into me because i don't have enough followers whatever and casey's like Peter went on a date and a girl didn't like him and his response is let's bury her like I'm gonna try and keep this douchebag in check and look like a hero mm-hmm. in the process and by the way that's a direct quote he said look like a hero in the process <laughs> um Deep so he's like so I'm gonna tell Brittany um so he pulls Brittany and he tells her what Peter did but he doesn't even like pull her over to like a day bed and like try and mm-hmm. chat her up first he's just like i think you should know peter's been saying you're a cloud chaser like well, it's not he doesn't have a single romantic move in yeah. his body yeah it's like but yeah like it i guess it didn't really come off like he was trying to get a rose because he uh no. barely spoke to her <laughs> and he like i, I was I did like that he didn't totally, like, over-exaggerate or anything like that yeah. either, though. Well, but he also, like, barely gave any details. Like, he... Yeah, that's true. I mean, she did kind of walk away from him, but he he didn't give her a whole lot of info. So then... Where I don't like it is, like, I don't know if he... I think it was good that someone told her what he was doing. Yeah, I think she needed but, to know. I think so, too. But I just... It, I wonder about him and if he would have done it if he wasn't trying to get a rose. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't trust him. But I am glad that she knew. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, so, so Brittany, like, is like, what? And then she goes to Andrew and she's like, what? It's like, Peter's apparently been saying all this about me. Do you know this? And Andrew is, like, trying to be like, what? And then he's like, ugh, I really don't know why Casey felt the need to tell you that. Like, that seems like a last-ditch effort. And it's kind of like... <clears throat> I can, I can see both 
sides, you know? Like, I mean, he's right. It was a last-ditch effort by Casey. And also, Peter was yeah. 100% going to go home that night anyway. So, like... Yeah, but... But also, like, she certainly doesn't want to watch this back and see that, you know? I really didn't like how Andrew was reacting to this, honestly. Okay, like, give me I... your take. Because he was, like... She came over and he was, like, just calm down. Like, just, like like he i think he said that to her and mm-hmm. then was just like yeah like don't address it just like leave it be or whatever and i was like okay dude like yeah he was i just didn't feel like he was being very supportive at all and, and i really would, didn't like it felt like he just was like uh casey whatever and i was like no dude the issue is that like it's peter I get it's peter so like why are you trying to like jump on her actions and tell her what to do and also i would have <clears throat> understood that reaction or been more understanding of that reaction if he had been on the same season as peter because like Mm -hmm. the guys on peter's season know he's impossible like you can't talk to the guy he's delusional he's narcissistic like you're not gonna get anywhere with him regardless of if you're in the right um and so like if he'd been coming from that perspective i can see being like you know like there's no need to like not get yourself worked up, but, like, a conversation with him isn't going to be productive. I don't want you to, like, stress yourself more. Just, like, he's, yeah. he's going to go home in two hours. Yeah. Maybe, like, let it be. You have friends on this beach. Just don't. But He's making himself look like an ass already. Yeah, like, there's there's things you can say, and there's also, like, perspectives you can come at it from. But I, I don't feel like Andrew was coming at it. I, I mean, I think he is, like, Peter's impossible, but, like... yeah. He does, like... It felt like he was just annoyed that Casey had, like, put, uh... uh, Maybe had, like, tried to put a wrench in his, his, like, way to get a rose. And it also didn't... It also didn't feel like he was taking it very seriously. Which, like... Not, like... Not that I think it... mm, No. I don't know how to explain that, like... Uh watch obviously watching it back it's like it's clearly not serious peter looks like an idiot but like for yeah. Brittany on the beach who's also had people tell lies about her on That's national television say, like, that point like that it's a very different experience for her and like yeah and also andrew like does know who she is like i'm pretty yeah. sure he watched katie's season all this stuff so like he should have that context in his brain and know why that might be kind of triggering yeah so again, like, if your opinion is don't talk to Pete because he's a crazy person and it's going to be infuriating for you and, like, mm-hmm. not worth it, like, you can find a different way to say that than, like, don't engage with him. Casey's just trying to get your rose. Like, Casey's just trying to get your rose. Calm down. Like, I, oh, it, I, it really irked me. I was yeah. like, come on, dude. Yeah. Show a little support here. Yeah, it didn't feel very supportive. It felt very dismissive. Yes, it did. That's, that, that's the biggest thing. Because it's also, like, Casey's not gonna get her rose, dude. She hasn't been kissing Casey. Yeah. She's been making out with you. So, like, the least you can do is be, like, a supportive person and then just be there if he's, like, a dick back, which he was, or... Yeah. I well, don't know. And also it's, it's just, like, like what, this doesn't really affect you. If you've been way. hearing Pete say this shit, then, like, what have you been saying to Pete? Like, mm-hmm. have you been, like, shut the fuck up? Or mm-hmm. have you just been like, okay, you're crazy? Like, because mm-hmm. you could also, if you're like, don't engage with him, you could offer her some context of like, don't worry, like, I've been trying to shut that down. Or yeah. like, are you just going around letting him run his mouth? 
Because, like, yeah, she clearly because- doesn't want him running his mouth so she can go stop him or you could have already tried. Because he was telling everybody mm-hmm. this. Peter was. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. mean, like, maybe he didn't tell Andrew directly because he knows that yeah. Brittany's with him and Andrew just heard it from Casey or other people. But, like... He was doing it before anything happened with Andrew, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. So probably he did. Yeah. Maybe not, though. I mean, I don't know if we saw it, so maybe. But it it doesn't really matter. It just wasn't very supportive. So yeah. Yeah. I felt boo on that and was not upset at all when she kind of started to move on later this week. Yeah. So then Brittany goes up to Peter and is like, can I talk to you for a sec? And Peter's like, I really don't have anything to say to you. And she's like, okay, but you're telling everyone I'm a clout chaser. And Peter's like, fine, (laughs) let's go talk. So then Peter's like, well, I just felt like the conversation we had was really one-sided, which is hilarious. (gasps) So funny for him to say that. It is amazing to have that little self-awareness. I know. And then he's like, I guess just like the way our day went doesn't add up. Um, Mm. And he calls her a waste of time and says that his biggest regret in paradise was taking her on the date. And then she tells him that no one else wanted to go with him anyway, which is true. (laughs) And is like, it's really funny how men act when they don't go with what they want. And she gets up and leaves. And Peter's like, yeah, walk away. Um, Because he's a disgusting pile of He's so gross. He's so gross. Yeah. He's so gross. And it's just like, I don't want him to have any friends ever for the rest of his life. I want him to be a very lonely and sad man. Me too. And just, like, the way he was talking about her looks and how they were going to dry up and, like, all this stuff. Oh, yeah. She won't be left with anything. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so then one of the things Brittany said about said to him, like, I don't know, somewhere in the conversation, she's like, I don't even know what your favorite color is. And he's like, why does that matter what my favorite color is? So then after she walks away from him, he's, like, wandering the beach talking to himself about and the ocean about how black is his favorite color i'm sure he's talking to a producer yeah no no no. it was a shot of his back like facing the ocean like there wasn't anyone there like it was like a shot from far away (laughs) so he was either yelling to someone like 20 feet away my favorite color is black or just being like my favorite color is black yeah no no it was like it was not like him staring just off camera. It was like his back. He's gotcha. looking at the ocean. The camera is like up by the bar. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> um, so then Aaron, obviously, this is his favorite thing mm-hmm. to do, is like, I'm going yes, to do <laughs> Um, so he goes up to Peter and he's like, what's going on? And Peter's like, she never asked me any questions about myself. And then he's like, her looks are going to run out. She's going to get old and she has nothing established. She has nothing going for herself. And it's like, other than the fact that like she's a nice person and people like her. Um, and she's generally happy. You don't really seem like you feel happiness a lot, Peter. You seem like you feel like pride and other emotions that could theoretically have positive connotations but i don't think you feel happiness a lot no well also like people have made the point too that like instagram and like tiktok and all that are sort of like stuff you can continue to do into the future like ari and lauren now have kids and are even more famous now yeah exactly all this stuff and it's just, like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, she she's a very likable person. So, also, I'm pretty sure she had, like, 
a different career before this as well, well so i just yeah feel and also like we don't even like, know what her career calm down. is like shut the fuck up peter we get it you're a fucking business I mean, owner and you have a jet her. ski like shut up and also i don't want to hear about your business that your dad gave to you i literally like i used to have a lot of career ambitions and because my life path changed i no longer have a lot of career ambitions i'm just kind of figuring it out but also one mm-hmm. of the things i figured out when i made my career change was like oh being happy really matters to me mm. like one of my main goals now is to be happy i'm not gonna like yes. pick a job and make a bunch of aspirations for myself within that job because i'm not sure what job is going to make me happy so instead i'm just going to focus on being happy and we'll figure out goals from there. And, like, I feel like I've, like, definitely told that to, like, a couple guys lately. And they're, like, really unimpressed by it. Like, <laughs> they think I, like, don't have ambition or drive or, like, wow. goals. And I That's was, like, so it's wild. just, like, e- I, no. su- I super <laughs> do, like, my goal is to be happy and comfortable and, like, live a satisfying life. Yeah. Sorry, I don't have, like, a five-year plan yeah sorry i don't want to be the ceo of a tech company (laughs) and miserable you know like if i was the ceo of a tech company i'd be miserable yeah i just like people don't get that it's so weird they like it really feels like they don't because they're not happy they're miserable well it feels like people either think like you are achieving like the highest level of what your job could be mm-hmm. or not trying to do anything at all or like doing right. nothing at all i guess and i'm like that's not really most people live in like the middle ground of that like they have a job and then they have everything else they like to do like you're one of the busiest people i've ever met <laughs> and like you happen to like your job which is also great but you have a lot of options and you have a lot of connect. Like, it's just, I feel like I know so many people right now who are kind of taking that mentality, especially like after COVID. They're like, what matters is being happy. Right. And like, and like I don't want to be like, like, I don't want to have to justify myself by being like, no. I'm very competent. If I wanted to switch career paths and make a five-year goal and accomplish all of these things, I could. Like, I, I shouldn't yeah, have true. to, I shouldn't have to justify it by saying that. No. Like. I could be like, no. oh, no, I'm, like, actually quite bad at things. And, like, <laughs> but whatever. It doesn't matter because I just want to be happy. It's, like, people shouldn't no, I just want to be happy. You, like, yeah, people shouldn't assume that because you say you want to be happy, it means, like, I'm you bad don't at do my anything. job. Yeah, I'm bad at your job. <laughs> or like, yeah, it's so weird. People are so weird. I don't know. Yeah. That's just, it's also crazy for me to hear that just knowing you and having, oh, God, you're just... That's so, that's just, that makes me a little angry. But anyway. Yeah, so anyway, like, I don't even fucking know what Britney's job is. She could be a marketing girly. She could be a teacher. She could be whatever. I don't know what her job is. But she seems happy. She seems like she has a lot of friends. And, like, she seems like a very charismatic and charming person to be around who is where she wants to be in life. And, like, that's really fucking successful to me, Peter, because you actually seem very unsatisfied. Well, actually, it's just something you've said before, too. It's like, why is it so hard for people to be fun and cool and chill? Yeah. And Brittany Brittany is fun and and cool and chill. (laughs) And chill. And Peter is none. Yeah. None of the above. Yeah. So anyway, 
um jill in the meantime because britney like comes up to her and like tells her what happened and jill is like hell no jill is a loyal friend we will say that much um, yes. Because she's like, he does not get to go home with dignity at the rose ceremony. He's going home right fucking now. <laughs> so she storms down to the beach. Like, Brittany wasn't even going to go. Brittany follows. Mm-hmm. Not that Brittany's like, like, Brittany was just like, I can't believe it. I'm so over him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because I think, well, she figured out in her conversation, she's like, there's no use talking to this Right, guy. and again, he's, he's like, going to go yeah. home in two hours, so whatever. Yeah, but Jill's like, f- he's going home right now. <laughs> so Jill's she's a like, tiny little terrier. I love it. I know. So Jill goes up to him. She's like, look, you're not getting a rose tonight, so you need to go home. And he was like, I don't see how you're involved. And then Jill's like, you slander somebody, you make her feel like shit, and you came here to promote your pizza business. And then he says something like shockingly True. offensive to both of them. I don't even know what it is. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not shocking because it's just like everything else he says. But Jill literally yeah. goes, ew. Like, she, she, she said, something you, offensive. you say tomato, you buy. Yeah, she goes, ew, ew, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> it was so good. It was, it was flawless. It, like, next time someone says something, like, incredibly misogynistic and degrading to me, I'm just going to go, ew, tomato, tomato, tomato. I would literally pay Jill to fight people for me. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. It's such a good response because it's, like, it's not you're like it's just so clearly like i'm not even gonna dignify that with like a response and also i'm not gonna like give you the satisfaction of being like you've wounded me it's just like ew (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah i will be using that as well i know so good and then meanwhile, Casey's up at the bar and Casey's like, I didn't do this to create drama. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but bitch, what the hell did you think was going to happen? Like, are you dumb? What? Like, okay, maybe you only did this to get Britney's rose, but think about the fall. Like, just, I'm not even saying you have to think 10 steps ahead, but like, think sure. like, think like okay, one but step. Yeah, and you say the other this, thing too. then what? <laughs> You're okay. So Britney hasn't made out with you theoretically. Right. She has made out with someone else. Yes. So what is more likely to happen yes. if you tell her about this drama? Alternate drama is caused or you get Rose from Brittany, who's been yeah. making out with someone else that she likes. Sure. It isn't that one. <laughs> right. And like, okay, let's be like Hail Mary. Absolutely. Like Casey is not getting yeah. Rose from anyone else. Like he's got one chance. He's got one play left. And it's like, mm. all right, fair enough. That being said, a Hail Mary is usually chaotic as fuck. Like, yes. So, like, if you're going to play your your final move, like, you have to be prepared for all hell to break loose because presumably, like, that's that's what you're triggering. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're creating chaos. You're like, well, I didn't get a rose by following the rules. So instead, I'm going to blow this shit up and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened was everything blew up. Like, no shit. And then he fainted. And then he passes <laughs> out. He collapses to the ground. Here's the question. Was it real? Yes. Because at first I was like, is this little drama queen over here about to fake faint? But this man is still fully injured from his fall. No. Yes. How? Yeah. Literally Ankle. how? E- to this day. To this day. He's how? Recovering. What's wrong with his ankle? I think he broke it. No way. 
I'm pretty sure. No! He's very old. His bones are extremely spindly. No way! <laughs> I think he so. broke his ankle from that? I mean, maybe not, but I think so. I saw... Hold on, I'm gonna look at his... Uh, okay, so for the record, you're oh, not on the God. train of... Um, he, he was embarrassed it. to was... go home at a rose ceremony, and so he got himself out. <laughs> Look, that seems on brand, but also, no. Okay, I'm not Mostly really... just because like... I, I don't believe that, like, static Casey would be willing to uh, fall yes. if... Yeah, no, no, I, you know, I, I'm really on board he, the conspiracy train, but I, I think that Casey thinks of fainting as, like, weak, like, he wouldn't do it. I can yeah, definitely, that's what I'm saying. I can definitely see him, like, throwing himself down some stairs, you know, and being like, yeah. ow, my ankle, you know, but I can't see him pretending to pass out. Yeah, that's, yes, okay, um, correct, here is a picture of him with a massive cast on his ankle. I cannot believe that. That's so crazy. <laughs> wow, Casey. Yeah, old broken people ankle. are so fragile. Um, Here is the thing. This is what really... Uh, you know who else has a fragile ankle? My 60-year-old father. <laughs> and you'll never be able to tell with those light-up shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he got new tendons this week. We're good. Oh, right, I saw. Yeah. Does he have to wear his ankle braces when he hikes still? No, I think the idea is that he won't have to. That's very cool for him. I I've been considering them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, but here's the difference between age and energy. Mm-hmm. Casey has the age of, he's 37, he has the age of like a 67-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Michael A has the is 38 but has the age of like a 33 year old. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I think 67 is a bit of an exaggeration for Casey, but I ultimately mm. agree. Are you kidding me? All he does is sit and complain. <laughs> that is it. That it was his whole time on the beach. Oh my he, god. It was just you like the old like man observations. You know the stereotype of like how annoying men get when they're sick. Imagine how annoying Casey would be when he gets sick. I believe that he can't even get up to use the bathroom. I believe that he's like, bring the bathroom to me. He uses a a catheter. (laughs) Um, Babe, babe, I need another ice cube in my water, babe. (laughs) I'm dying. Check again if I have a fever. Oh, sorry. I was just choked on my water. (laughs) It can't be 98. Check again. Um, <laughs> this okay. feels like 104. So anyway, as you may have implied, when Casey passes out, he also hurts his ankle. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, I, so he has to leave paradise. So mm-hmm. um, Michael goes to say goodbye to him. And he's like, you know, <laughs> ultimately, I think Casey did a, the right thing. Like, maybe he was just trying to get a rose, but he points out Brittany does have a history of people spreading false rumors about her. So, like, I was very happy she, he brought she that up. Deserved to know. And I'm like, yes. agree. So, anyway, James is like down at the beach. He's like, okay, Casey just left. Like, let's let the dust settle and then we'll go talk to Pete. And he's like telling this to all the guys. Um, and I'm like, yeah, actually, you're letting Jill do all your fighting for you. Not that I'm like, uh, Jill can't 
take him, but I'm like misogyny yeah. responds to misogyny, so like go. Yeah. Go for real. Go tell him you're gonna punch him in the face, Aaron. Um <laughs> And then Jacob is like the ladies say Pete needs to go, and if there's a damsel in distress, I'll go full Tarzan. And I'm like, ew! Jesus. Tomato, tomato, ew. tomato! <laughs> but again, like, that's what Pete's Bye. gonna respond to. Not Jill being like, how dare you disrespect women? Like, you know? Um, and it's so true. He was so much calmer with the guys. Yeah. So anyway... The guys go up to him and they're like, hey, Pete, we need to talk. And Pete's like, actually, um, before you say anything, I've already decided that I need to leave because this isn't the right place for me. So I'm not leaving on anybody's terms with mine. It has so nothing I'm actually, to do with that. I've already decided that I'm leaving. And they're that like, such okay, a toddler bye. move. And Jill's like, oh, of course, when the men ask him to leave, he does. Um, mm-hmm. And then he leaves and she goes, ciao, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ciao, ugly. But then right before he, like, leaves, he, like, turns around and is like, one more thing. And then he's like, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-giorno, bitches. Peter's pizzeria. Pizza King is out. And it's just, like, so awkward because everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, literally, what the fuck? He's going to receive a cease and desist from the Pope. Everyone is so embarrassing. Or everyone is so embarrassed for him. And literally, Jacob, in an interview, was like, he said buongiorno, which means good morning in Italian. (laughs) Not really sure why he said that. And I was like, first of all, how do you know that, Jacob? And second of all, hilarious point to make. (laughs) Um, It was great. In his exit interview, Peter is like, uh, there was really no girl here who I had any physical attraction toward. And if I'm, and honestly, if I'm not physically attracted to you, like, I can't even look at you. And I was like, <laughs> cool. You've tried to kiss Brittany, but I whatever. D- well, and also, like, what a really fun way to, like, Oh, yeah, no, so awful. As human I being. know. Like, I feel like if you say that into a camera, like, they should get to put you in a psych ward, right? Like, <laughs> like, legally. Legally, if you say that, on I camera, do think that, dead I mean, that serious, is le- they should be dangerous. allowed to involuntarily admit you to a psych ward. <laughs> I agree. And study what part of your brain makes you that just so unaware. Yeah. Like, he should... He should he should be committed. No, I mean he he is a danger. He's a he's literally a danger, and that mindset especially is a danger. Like I don't know if women let him get near enough to be a danger. You know what I mean? But like, yikes! That's like a really insane thing to say. God, you know what's so horrible too? I just know that his mom is like watching this and being like, "Yes, sweetie, yeah." You don't let any of those women disrespect you. Yeah, they disrespected my Petey Pie. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Now give me your laundry. (laughs) And he's not doing it for you. Yeah, exactly. No, literally, though. I'm telling you. (sighs) He's so Italian, it hurts my soul. Don't worry, baby. I think you're attractive. I don't think you look like that cartoon bully. You know, and he, like, cries into her chest, like... (laughs) Yeah. I hate it. Like a little bitch it. boy. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Whatever. he's like, honestly, it sucked here anyway. And I'm like, honestly, you suck, and I hope you lead a miserable life. 
<laughs> and I hope they find <laughs> rats in your pizzeria. And I hope that um, you get the help that you need, uh, but also that you're miserable <laughs> forever. And I hope that yeah, your I hope- jet ski gets stolen. And I hope that the next time you're on a boat on one of those yachts you went with your friends it sinks. you accidentally cause huge damages and you have to pay them so much money and they won't rent to you anymore <gasps> and um yeah that'd be great i hope that he gets the help he needs for the sake of anyone who ever has yeah, to yeah i don't hope it for his sake in the future. god no oh, I yeah, hope, no i hope for like not. the safety of the women of florida's sake <laughs> yeah oh I hope you get God. banned for life from Disneyland. Disney Can you World. do group therapy for like a friend group of friends? Yeah. Because if he has them, which I still find debatable. Yeah. I think they need help. Mm-hmm. Anyway, very glad he's gone. I hope your car gets stolen and your jet ski in the same week. <laughs> I could go on. Anyway, can we please just fucking do a rose ceremony? The answer, my friends, is no. Um, Michael is, like, essentially saying his goodbyes pre-rose ceremony. Like, he goes up to Genevieve and he was like, it was so fun getting to know you. He's hoping for some sort of paradise miracle. And cue his paradise miracle. Um, Danielle from Nick season comes in. And when Michael sees her, he's like, oh, my God, Danny. <laughs> he knows her. They're friends. Um, Shock. Wells is like, to the camera, Danielle's an old friend of mine, and she's the sweetest, nicest, funniest person ever, and I think she'd be perfect for Michael. And it's like, okay, well. One time we made out. Yeah. And then he's like, they're like the same person with different genitalia, so they should be together. Gross. And I was like, A, disgusting thing to say. B, incredibly heteronormative of you. It is 2022, Wells. Shut the fuck up. Tomato, like, tomato, tomato, ew, ew tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> ew. One more tomato for good measure. Wells, Wells shut the fuck up. I'm so, so glad they you. didn't make him the host. Yeah, I know, God. right? Um, I was rooting for him. I really was. I was I too. Can't, I can't say I am anymore. No. Uh-uh. Rooting for him to get fired. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that, you know, no, I don't need to get into that. So Michael's like, Danielle and I have never met in person, but we've spoken before just as friends. And so he goes and pulls her. He is so excited to see her. When I tell you that these two do not have chemistry... And it is simply the fact that Michael is so desperate that brings them together. I cannot be overstating it enough. Michael is so desperate for Danielle. I have to agree. Yeah. And anyway. Like, the- I, I will say, I th- I, they do seem compatible. But that might just be that, like, she's the only other, you know, 37-year-old woman there. They they they're definitely an on paper perfect couple. Mm-hmm. Which, they don't have any chemistry, you as are we right. know, is like not necessarily a recipe for success. Yeah. Like I'm not. I, I I don't know. We'll we'll talk about their date. I think we'll when see. we discuss the next episode. But like 
just it was just mm-hmm. so funny to me because like it not that it didn't feel like Danielle was into him but like the 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 vibes coming off of them were incredibly mismatched like Danielle was yes. like oh my gosh hi and Michael was like grabbing her hand like Danny oh my god I'm so excited <laughs> to see you and she's like hey hi what's going yeah. on She's um, definitely a lot more reserved in not a negative way. Yeah. She seems nice. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. she I seems very Danielle nice. Danielle complaints. She seems great. No, not to one. She seems great. Michael was just acting thirsty. Mm-hmm. Thirsty in an embarrassing way, shall we say. Um, yes. So they barely talk at all, and then it's time for the rose ceremony. Um mm-hmm. Serene gives her to Brandon. Jill gives hers to Jacob. Lace gives hers to Rodney. Genevieve gives her to, to Aaron. Brandon and Serene are so freaking cute. I know. We're like never talking about them on this podcast because they never get shown because they're like, we're happy. <laughs> they're so happy. <laughs> um, Sinead gives hers to Logan. What? I really mm. thought she was leaning toward James. What? What's your take? Yeah. Um, I think... I think Logan's fucking annoying, though, so that could have been part of my judgment. I mean, I obviously that think James is, is I annoying, think where but I, I think too. Logan is a very specific brand of annoying that I have personal feelings about. Yeah, I think that she didn't really want to admit how much she liked Logan because of how annoying he is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she was like, I don't want to give this guy the satisfaction, so I'm going to make him work for it, which he barely did. And he then she barely was like, oh, did. that's sweet. No way. Barely did. But yeah, no, I don't think she was, unfortunately, as into... I think she says things out loud that she doesn't mean. <laughs> what? Shanae? No. <laughs> I know. I think she, she made it appear to everyone like she was more into James, but I don't think so. Same yeah. with, I think that she's more into Logan than she is into Tyler as well. So, mm-hmm. But I also think she's aware that Logan's kind of a fuckboy. Yeah. So She's keeping yeah. her cards anyway. close. Mm-hmm. Um, Victoria gives hers to Johnny. Brittany gives hers to Andrew. And Danielle gives hers to Michael. James mm. and Justin leave. Get wrecked, Justin. Um, and the only thought I had after this rose ceremony was what the heck is Aaron's intro going to be without James? <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the end of the rose ceremony. Do you have any anything to add there? You don't have to. I'm I just do checking not. in. Okay. So now it's the next day, right? Um mm-hmm. And we find out that Michael and Danielle know each other because, like, they, they've they they've just DM'd a little bit. Like, Danielle <laughs> also lost... Danielle has a similar history to Michael in that she lost her fiancé, Nick, 11 years ago now. And so I, I think the story is, like, after Katie's season, she just kind of, like, reached out to him in, like, a general way. Like, also being in the franchise and was like, hey, this is my story. Like, if you want to talk. And they talked a little mm-hmm. bit. That's what we know. So, Brandon finds a date card. It's obviously for Danielle. And she obviously asks Michael. Duh. Duh. They go on, like, a cute little catamaran. And, like, are, you know, wearing swimsuits on the ocean together. La, la, la. They do exactly the same thing that... uh, Brittany and Pete did, but on a smaller boat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I noticed. 
Um, I did not. I thought it was the same boat. And they oh, just I did it first, day, but then there was an exterior shot, and I was like, that's a smaller boat. Oh, that's smaller. Brittany okay. and Pete were on, like, a yacht, and Danielle mm-hmm. and Michael were on, like, a catamaran. Anyway, mm-hmm. if we're getting specific. Um, and Danielle's like, oh, my gosh, this is all so great. Like, this is in an interview. Like, I feel like the universe is serving everything up on a platter for me. And I'm like, girl, it's not the universe. It's the producer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the universe. Can I just tell you that much? Oh, my this God. This is not fate, okay? <laughs> There's some serious puppet masters pulling some strings. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Andrew has this little interview he gives where he's like, I'm worried about Michael and, like, if he's ready for a relationship. Because, mm-hmm. like, it really seemed like things with Sierra. Like, they all, they looked really good. And then, whoop. <laughs> and, okay, also. She, she also felt that way, actually. And also, if, like, because Andrew and Michael are, like, like, I think Andrew is one of Michael's closest friends on the beach. They're, like, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if Andrew's, like, everything with Sierra looked really good. And then all of a sudden then, it wasn't. It's like, okay, yeah. Michael seriously wasn't talking to anybody about this. Yeah, exactly. Because um, if he was going to talk to anybody, it probably would have been Andrew. Just saying. Well, but also there were a couple guys who were like, he, he, Michael's been saying that like Sierra's coming on a little too strong and all this oh. stuff. Okay, well, never mind then. <laughs> yeah. Either I thought that was Andrew, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe maybe it's like Michael, the day he was going to break up with Sierra, was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to break mm-hmm. up with Sierra. Maybe it was mm-hmm. something like that. Or yeah. maybe Andrew's putting it on for the cameras. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Not Who me. knows? Um, so he and Danielle are chatting. She, like, tries to get him to kiss her. He totally he misses it. It was very awkward. Um, and they're trying to pitch us right now that, like, maybe Michael's not feeling it. Like, maybe on paper, he says this, he's like, on paper, we're a perfect match. But it's like, maybe it's, they're not clicking. And as we've established, they don't have a lot of chemistry. Mm -hmm. Um, so then they go to, like, a little dinner at a cafe, um, and they have, like, a very candid, open conversation about, like, grief, essentially. And about their experiences trying to be in relationships after losing the people they were in relationships with. Um, and she's like, I have a lot of guilt, like, being happy, essentially. Because she's like, mm-hmm. I know that him passing, Nick, her fiancé, um, made me the person I am today. And, like, I'm really happy with the person I am today. And that, like, causes guilt and, like... Michael's like it can also be make you feel really guilty to like choose happiness and like there's people that you can worry about hurting in pursuit of your own happiness like um and also Danielle's story is like very intense because so Danielle's a nurse I forgot about it but so her fiance died of an overdose and she's the one who found him and performed CPR (sighs) until paramedics arrived which is so horrible. Yeah. So horrible. Like really, really mm-hmm. tragically awful. Yeah. Um, and so Michael tells her, he's like, yeah, at this age, I like feel like I can only be with people who are scarred. And like those scars are beautiful. And I was like, okay. no. mm, <laughs> tomato. <laughs> um, 
One tomato. And Danielle's like, well, yeah, it's life experience. And I was like, great way to phrase that, Danielle. (laughs) (laughs) Killing it, girl. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, One of you has been to a lot of therapy. (laughs) Yeah, more, maybe. I mean, she does have more time on him, but yeah. That's Um, true. She doesn't have a child. And not a child. Uh, so he asks her what she thinks, like, Nick would want for her, and she's like, well, I think he'd want me to be in, like, a safe relationship, and that's also what I want. And then she's like, she asks him, she's like, are you still looking for Laura? Um, Mm. and he's like, well, I've only ever said I love you to one person in my entire life. And I was like, okay. Oof. Oof. Again. Like... This is just a very heavy conversation, you know? It's not a conversation about their relationship. It's just, like, a conversation between two people who have been through similar experiences. Um, And she she brings up a song called Stars by Grace Potter, which I only bring up because I know Grace Potter primarily from the credits song for Tangled. Um, (laughs) the, The song that's like, I want something that I want. Something that I tell myself I need something. I don't know. It's a good song. No. <laughs> okay. It's a good song. Um, whatever. Anyway, after this conversation, they do end up kissing. It looks very awkward, but that's because it's over a table. Like, they both have mm-hmm. to, like, do that weird, like, half crouch, half stand thing you do yeah, when you're leaning over odd. a table. Um, and it's to kiss. Um, Yeah. What's your take, Liv? I felt that way as well. I was like, I don't. I I think it is hard because it was like, what they had did just feel like a bit more mature. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. In the sense of like, these are two people. I'm like, I could see two 37 year olds going out on a date and this being that way and this being a good thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't really see that much chemistry, but I also think that sometimes chemistry isn't like necessarily the most present thing from the beginning so yeah I'm, I'm 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 optimistic yeah i think that my my <clears throat> primary concern is it seems like michael really throws himself into things and then yeah. kind of regrets that choice um but i feel like he could i mean danielle is obviously beautiful she's yeah kind she has a lot of understanding and empathy and like personal connection to like what he's Mm -hmm. gone through and i just feel like michael could really fall for the like perfect perfect on paper yes thing i don't really still i still don't really totally think he's ready Mm -hmm. to be in like a really serious relationship with somebody right and i feel like he might be like well danielle's perfect on paper for me and so then he like gets into it and like throws himself into it and then he's like i can't do this and then he like pulls out of what he has turned into a very serious relationship you know i really hate listening to people talk them into talk themselves into things on television Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i hate i see andrew doing it a lot michael does it a lot where it's just like there's nothing wrong with it exactly but it's like that it's sort of like smashing someone's you're smashing someone into a box of your expectations essentially and it's like i feel like you're trying to make this work and it's something i definitely do in my own life all the time but it's just like i'm like i just don't uh i I can't tell yet i don't know if they're good for each other and again with the like perfect on paper thing i feel like michael could really easily fall into the trap of she's perfect 
which is mm-hmm. like never a fun label to have put on yourself no. because it's impossible to live up to. I mean, even she when you like with the organized thing, he's like, yeah. Laura's organized. We really, and she's like, I'm not. Yeah. It just, to me, I did feel like one, this was, yeah, a more mature date, but two, I felt like Danielle was a lot more healed yes. and like, I feel like Danielle all of this. wants this less than he does. In the yeah. sense where I th- feel like Michael's still like, I need to make paradise work for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Danielle's my second chance. Like, it's going to work. And Danielle's mm-hmm. more like, wouldn't it be nice if I met someone good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. Like, I think she came down there only to date Michael, obviously. Yes. yes. But I think she would also just leave if it didn't I feel good. I agree. So, and not be fussed about it. Yeah. Um... Okay, so back at the ranch, everyone's talking about how great and happy they are um, and how good all the relationships are. So, of course, Jesse's like, come to the palapa. Your relationships are going to be put to the test because um, no one can have one good thing. So he's mm-hmm. like, women, pack your bags. You're leaving paradise. Like, if you're confident in your relationships, you have nothing to worry about. If you're not <laughs> confident, and then he brings in... Justenia, Sarah, Kate, Eliza, and a woman named Florence who's from Australia. Um, yeah. And he's like, these women are going to live here now with you guys, and you're leaving. You're going to go away. Um, say goodbye. This is it. Leave. Um, Genevieve's face when this mm-hmm. happened. I have never seen anyone look more publicly like she might do a murder. <laughs> I was like, she's going to kill Jesse Palmer. Like, yeah. Like, actually kill him. Yeah. So, anyway, the girls go back to, like, their bunk room to pack up and are just, like, sobbing. sobbing. Just sobbing. Um, freaking out, crying, threatening to leave, obviously feeling very fucked over. And, like, this is... Th- mm. I'm I'm really struggling with this season because it seems like the producers are doing so much like emotional manipulation. Like yeah. just so so much actively fucking over contestants, like trying to make them upset, trying to stress them out, trying like Mm-hmm. Other reality shows don't really do that. Like in Love Island, like you're not really doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's just it. And in Survivor, like it's that's not what's happening. And like in a bunch of other reality shows, like the drama comes from the contestants. And in this season, it feels like it's the contestants versus the producers. You yeah. know? No, it really does. And, like, anytime there's drama between contestants, it's because the producers set them on each other. Yeah. In a very obvious way. And it's very weird because it's, like, even this thing with, like, Love Island. I mean, they they brought it up on Game of Roses, too. But it's, like, that is an actual, like, game show. Like, they all spend so much time together that they actually, like, you know, form real relationships and all that. But, yeah. But when you do it and you put it still in the framework of you're trying to get engaged and find love and all yeah. that, like, it just, it isn't, it's too much. There's too much going on. It's too the producers much. need to, like, 
they need to try a little bit harder in like the editing room in terms of like consistency and not doing stupid shit and like all of this but they need to try a little less hard on the beach i feel like yeah because like like, let i'm sorry there's no way genevieve's not gonna give you drama people are interesting just let them interact yeah see what like what they're trying to do is much like genevieve in an argument they are trying to craft a script Mm. before it's been written like yes it would be way more chaotic frankly if you just let things happen yeah. Like, you would discover things you didn't even know were there, actually. Yes, it feels like a project where they've been like, just take influence from the environment, and then they've micromanaged the entire environment. They've micromanaged the... Like, imagine if Teddy hadn't left. She still mm-hmm. would have broken up with Andrew, but then Andrew would have mm-hmm. had to watch her date other people. She would have had to watch mm-hmm. Andrew date other people. Like, that would have caused turmoil. Like... Yeah. Maybe she would have dated Rodney, which would have put Andrew and Rodney's friendship in a weird spot. Like, mm-hmm. like these things happen naturally, but you're forcing them in a way that's so obvious that it's making it uninteresting to watch because nothing's believable anymore. Exactly. And also, it's fucking mean. Like, yeah. Jill shouldn't be, like, sobbing, being like, this is torture, talking about what you're doing to her. I know. I know. Like, they're like, I can't take this anymore. Book me a flight home. Like, and it's not because the guys hurt their feelings. Not like I'm like, oh, I hope you cry because guys hurt your feelings. But it's like, no, it's because they feel betrayed by you. Yeah, it's also like a weird time, too, to like, they're, I think they're splitting them up for like two weeks or something. I think it's one. Oh, one. It doesn't matter. It's still a really long amount of time. Like, yeah, they've been there for two. Also, it fucked over all the new girls, too. Oh, Yeah. Because it's, like, anyone who came down to the beach is a one. Everyone's like, oh, my God, so cool. Like, you're here. Let's fit in, even if you do end up stealing someone's person or whatever. But um, in this case, it's just, like, five new bodies are around. And I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. It just feels weird. I don't like it. I don't like it either. And, like, yeah, it just – it it has felt like active bullying from the producers this mm-hmm. season. Like mm-hmm. the whole thing with Sally, everything. It's it's way too much. It's incredibly overproduced. And like, it like let's not talk about the quality of the television it's making, which is bad. But like, it's it's mean. It's yeah, psychologically damaging. It's yeah. And then they what go and get ruthlessly bullied online after yeah, it happens because well. of what you did to them because yeah. you decided that this person was a bad was a villain and this and michael is the greatest person ever to grace the entire world and he gets whatever he wants like it's also gross yeah. how much they play favorites like that's gross again yeah. like with shows like this love island and survivor now. it's not like you don't you don't get favorites no. from the producers or from the editors like you get produce you get favorites from the people on the show correct but like all this weird fucking special treatment is gross yeah it doesn't make any sense it's super weird and uncomfortable and i did not enjoy it so that being said there are still like it i it's hard it's like i'm still interested but i also feel icky watching it whereas i didn't i felt like icky for other reasons before but now i just feel icky for like general mental health reasons yes yeah 
Like, it seems like they're genuinely trying to tear the contestants apart, as opposed to, like, contestants falling apart and them letting it happen, which is bad already, but, like... Yeah. They're like, what can we do to speed the process along where they need a therapist so bad they quit the show? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch that. Why do you think that that's what I want? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, the girls feel like shit. Um, and the guys are like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and the new girls are like, hey, I'd like to get to know you, obviously, because they're on Paradise, and that's what they came <laughs> here for. And the guys are, like, feeling really, let's say, uh, scared? They're not feeling like they shouldn't do it. It's very clear that yeah. almost all of them want to talk to these girls. But I think Except they're for afraid Brandon. of getting um, kicked in the balls. I don't know. Um, yeah. Johnny is also very like, everyone should yeah. explore. Like, everyone <laughs> should explore. Which I think is Except so him. fucking funny, Johnny, because not a single girl wanted to talk to you. Like. Johnny? Yeah. What do you mean? What? Oh, no, I don't think anyone wanted, didn't want to talk to him. I don't think he was interested in talking to anyone. Oh, you think he was just telling everyone to explore and then not taking his own advice? Yes, definitely. Oh. oh okay. Yeah, I do not think that he's interested in anyone else. Oh. Besides Victoria, which is smart. Okay. I read it wrong. Yeah. Um, so he's, like, trying to talk to the other guys into seeing people mm-hmm. at any rate. Yes, um, definitely. Serene... Meanwhile, is like also like this isn't fucking fair. This sucks. Like Brandon yeah. and I have spent so much time together, and like we, yeah, are in our relationship. She's like we have a routine. Apart. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, I'm tempted to just go down there and ask Brandon to leave with me because he would. And I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I love I love that knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Rodney's excited to collect with Eliza. Jacob pulls Sarah immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, Victoria, meanwhile, up with all the girls sobbing, is just running around reassuring everybody. She's like, it's good. I, I saw this hilarious tweet that was like, I just know Victoria has discovered weed since Pilot Pete's season. And I was <laughs> I like, accurate. <laughs> I do think that is true. She, she was making me crack up, honestly, this whole, yeah. this whole time. Well, especially because for the next two episodes because she's apparently right about johnny like and has no reason to be nervous she's just like chilling she's like yeah Yeah. this is a bummer whatever they're like come play chicken in the pool she's like sorry boys i'm taken (laughs) although it looks like she might be going on a date in the next set of episodes except for she isn't even like sorry boys i'm taken she's like no i'm (laughs) sorry boys ew no no. um i loved it so Logan is like, I just don't know what to do because I spent the last four or five days like watching Shanae make out with someone other guy and that sucked. And so like she might be expecting some of her own medicine. How dare you pretend to be internally conflicted? You are yeah. not. And then he's like, getting even doesn't always mean doing the right thing. Okay, blah, blah, blah. And Logan's like, the question is, what's the right thing to do and what will mm-hmm. I do? And then the episode ends, and I'm like, literally, you are a stereotype, and I hate you. 
I hate it. Like, like, what's what's the right thing to do, and what will I do? Comic, uh, shrug. Like, (laughs) oh, I'm just a goofy dude with long limbs. Obviously, you're going to go on a date, you fool. Yeah, obviously, you're going to make out with Sarah, and you're not going to feel even kind of bad about it. Like, the God. I, I will say, I do love that he's just trying to play this game on Shanae, and Shanae is just... Like, Shanae's I think like, other games could work on two her, but, middle like, fingers this, up. like, not this one. Not this, like, laid-back fuckboy energy game. It's no. not gonna happen. And Shanae is gonna come back after, like, fully trying to have sex with Tyler and scream yeah. her head off at him. Like, she is gonna have <laughs> no awareness yeah. of, like, her own behavior, and she's gonna be like, absolutely, absolutely fuck you. And Logan's gonna be like, how no, dare was, you? You are, you did, uh. And, and he's not going like, to know how to handle what? it. Because I knew he... you were going to try. Yeah. I knew you were going to try. You should have come to the beach and yeah. you should have said, Shanae, let's get out of here. Let's be together. But now, now yeah. what can we do? Now we're, look what you've <laughs> now done. Now where are we? That's we're what Shanae's going to do. We're back to square one. Actually, we're worse than square one. Yeah. We're square zero. <laughs> so you better start groveling right now. And Logan's going to be like, how did this happen? <laughs> and She's we're out like, of his yeah. league. How do you feel She's... about like your little damsel in distress? Who, She's out of know, his league. Everyone misjudges except for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's so annoying. <laughs> A proud graduate of Western so Washington funny. University. Oh my god, we can see it. And yeah, uh, that's a joke, guys. He didn't go there. Um, he didn't. But he would have done well. He would have done incredibly well. Um, he would have been the business major that smokes weed. Yeah, absolutely. He actually might have been in the graphic design major. Oh, I was going to say, like, or like I don't think it's business. Design. I don't think it's business. I think it's, like, marketing. marketing? Yeah, like maybe, that feels right. Like, accounting? But I don't know if he's a math dude. I feel like he, because he's a videographer, right? I mm. think he probably had a passion for a career dude. that sounds at least a little sexy. What about, like, environmental science? Mm. I think it would have been mm, a major in marketing with a minor in environmental science. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he talks to you about environmental no, science. No, you're right, because I can totally see him. He's, like, over in that um, whatever building, the graphic design mm-hmm. building was. He's over there all the yeah. time, you know? Yeah, he hangs out in the lab. He's, like, a TA to four classes, and mm-hmm. he's never done an ounce of work to him. But he has <laughs> slept with students in all those classes. Yeah. Okay, anyway, do you have any roses and thorns? <laughs> oh my god, wait, no, and his feedback is really solely based on who he finds attractive. Like, <laughs> he's like, your design is amazing. They get like a D, and he's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what, I just found it special. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, roses and thorns. Um, oh, okay, my rose was jill going tomato 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 bye that was so good so funny she's a true friend she's a true friend she does nothing but escalate the situation but i respect (laughs) it Uh, jill gets you kicked out of the bar like she does absolutely but you didn't want to be there anyway you didn't want to be there anyway she she's not gonna get you no, she might get you kicked out of a cool bar anyway um, (laughs) and then my thorn is gonna be which I'm sad to say it is like the way that Andrew reacted to Brittany, like telling him, uh, trusting him with like the fact that, you know, yeah, uh, Peter had been slandering her on the beach. Yeah. Although 
Peter really gets all of my thorns. Yeah. Peter Much gets more than Andrew. Thorn. Yeah. Um okay. Not a lot of roses this episode. Um mm. I guess I'm gonna give a rose to Jasenia and Sarah's together. They were both wearing like matching swimsuit sarongs. They like Yeah. They looked they looked good. Um yes. they looked really fabulous. Um and then I'm gonna give a thorn. I need to give some context for this, but so all the girls were also like when they were told they have to they had to leave and they were sobbing, they were like talking about yeah. how like all the girls who came down onto the beach looked like fresh faced blowouts, like and they all like look haggard because they've been here <laughs> for like two weeks yeah. with no AC and like just feeling yeah. disgusting in general because they've been hung over for two weeks straight. Um mm-hmm. but I Victoria was like, Johnny asked me why I looked different this morning, and I said it's because I wasn't wearing any makeup. (laughs) And so I feel like I was giving my thorn to Johnny for asking that question, but like he is that dumb, you know? No, absolutely. That made total sense, and I didn't think it was mean. He just was like, huh, something about you is different. different." And she's like, interesting. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, that doesn't get my thorn. That doesn't get my thorn. What gets my thorn? Wells. Wells gets my thorn. Yeah. Okay, you didn't invent Danielle, Wells. You don't get to take credit for Danielle. And also yeah. saying that they are compatible because they have different genitalia is fucking disgusting of you. Yeah, that was gross. Tomato, was tomato. Funny. To quote tomato, our rose of the week, Joe. You buy. Um... In an embarrassing turn of events, I am rooting for Shanae in some sense, and that sense is to crush Logan. (laughs) Yeah, I hope she destroys him. But I Um, I wish to not be rooting for her at all. I wish to feel very neutral. Yeah. On Shanae. Yeah. Um, In. Ugh. In an embarrassing. Nope. Not that. Um. Wow, Sorry, this, this is a side like, note. Yeah, go ahead. While you think of that, we should play that game at some point, you know, when it's like, who's the hottest celebrity that this person could pull? Oh, yeah. But we should do it with, like, Bachelor contestants. Because I was like, I do think that Dylan O'Brien might be, like, the hot celebrity that Britney could pull. But she also could maybe pull someone hotter. Although Dylan O'Brien's pretty hot. Yeah, I'm like, right. who's hotter? Like, Who's what, hotter than Dylan O'Brien? How much Disagree. better are you going to do than Dylan O'Brien? Yeah, true. Facts. Facts. Facts only. So, yeah. Yeah. To quote Aaron, um, big facts. Like, I don't know if this is embarrassing, but I guess it's the same mm. note as yours where I'm like, I'm like a really big Victoria fan this season. Yeah! Like, she's Me really too. chill. She's so funny. She's like, got her guy. They seem to be having fun. She's really nice to all the girls. Like, yeah. I think Victoria became a girl's girl in the last. Yeah. Three years? Sort of amount of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four years? I think, I'm pretty sure she hangs out with, like, Kelly Flanagan. That might be right. And, like... Really? I think so. Kelly seems really annoying. And also, Kelly's dating Pete. Yeah. Interesting choices. But maybe she's fun in, like, a group of gals. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you might have to be unfun. Oh, wait, but no. Victoria F. is, like, deeply religious now. Really? Yes. She didn't find weed. She found God. <laughs> Yeah, she, like, hangs out with, like, Madison Pruitt. Oh, my God. Well, now that's I embarrassing know. as well. 
Yeah, I guess it is mostly embarrassing, but it doesn't matter. She's, I was expecting her to be more annoying since that, I yeah. think, actually. But maybe, I mean, it seems like Madison has a lot of great friends. I'm sure they're so fucking annoying about Jesus, but like. Yeah. And they're just, you know, they're problematic well, in many ways. But. They just, like, I feel like Madison has, like, the group of friends where it's, like, they're really tight-knit. They hang out together all the time. Like, everything's yeah. good. But, like, if you do something that they deem wrong. Sex like, before marriage. Yeah, you, you're, you're cut. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. Um, I, I think so. Madison's getting married in so few days. I'm so excited to see the photos. It's gonna be insane. Oh my god. It's too bad she's that her husband be so is so orange. ugly. Oh my god, she's gonna be so orange. Oh, she's so wild. Yeah. Alright, um, let's wrap this one up because we will be back yeah. in just two we'll short be back days Sunday, with another episode baby. for the second episode of the week. So Yeah. This one's been long and our apologies. It sure has. Um sorry. <laughs> talk to you later. Let's discuss. <laughs>